Uh, it's just Jordan. Hey, shut up, you buckethead. Ha <laughs> ha. Get it? Guitar Hero 2. Reference. Everyone used to be obsessed with Jordan. Well, I mean, Jordan seems like a girl you would kidnap. Um, <laughs> oh, don't joke about kidnapping. It's like, we literally joke about people being beaten to death, murdered. Um, oh, kill your wife. That's normal. But God forbid if I say kidnap a Jordan. Um, <laughs> um, look, I've never kidnapped someone. But I would assume if you do. Probably kidnap, you know, someone who has a basic name. Like, you can't, like, you can't kidnap someone named, like, a Zenith, you know. I don't know why I was thinking Zenith. I think that's, like, a television, TV, building, sound company. Sounds pretty, I don't know why I think it's Zenith. For some reason, I think it's Toy Story. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. We bring peace. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, I guess I should just uh, dehumidify that because I just dehumanize anyone with a normal basic name. Sorry to the Jordans out there. I don't know many Jordans. I know people that wear Jordans. And I know Jordans can sometimes be overpriced. And a lot of people have issue with Jordan, you know, and his political beliefs, how much money he makes. You know what? If I was if I made as much money as he did off of the way Jordan and Nike made money, you know what? I'd probably be siding with a few things too. You know, we all just side with things that benefit us. And it's also dumb to just say a political affiliation automatically assumes you roll in one specific ways. It's just a general way of saying like, hey, this person, I kind of, most of the people who think like me kind of think on this side. Um, but you know what? This is not the political show. I do not talk about politics. Which, what is politics? Politics is just a simple term that it's a buzzword. Like, if you put in a headline, everyone's in the politics. Like, it'll show up in your keyword search and shit. Politics is just government shit. That's what we think about. We think of voting, governors, presidents, senate, house of representatives, passing bills, congress. But there's politics all over the place, you know. I remember growing up, especially when you play sports, there's always quote-unquote politics, right? And politics is really just, I guess, preferential treatment. Like in sports, it could be, oh, the coach is playing someone else because, you know, they're friends with whoever, and everyone knows that kid sucks ass. It's like he let nine pass balls in the past three innings as the catcher. He can't catch anything past 16 miles per hour. But you keep putting them back there just because, you know, you uh, get drunk with the dad and cheat on your wives on the weekend. That's why after not long after, the wives start showing up to the games. And uh, it seems like that Saturday was the only time you got to spend time with your kids. Um <laughs> Uh, that's amazing what the legal system can do for you. Uh, but the word politics, right? I know I didn't do my due diligence before the show where I looked up politics. Just read a stationary dictionary definition of what it is. Because when you're going out in the daily world, no one's in there. Politics. And everyone thinks about the same thing. It's just government shit. When you go on USA Today, ABC News, CNN, Fox News, any of these quote-unquote websites that cover the election, the obsession with the election is kind of crazy to me. People are obsessed with counting other people's votes. I understand like everyone has this endeavor venture for the obsession with who's our president, not really realizing that the president has very... Little amount of power of their actual power. I mean, they could override, they could veto things. But even when they veto things, there's still a process. They still kind of put it through even if they veto. It's really, they're just a figure. They are just a, they're really like the speaker. They're just the person that just takes all the blame and gets credit when it's undeserved, maybe. 
That's all it is. Politics is just about putting someone to be the figure. When you think of this, you have a figure. It's like when you think of an organization. And they always do it in sports. Like There's a very reason like it's important for the quarterback to be a certain demeanor. To have a certain presentation to present themselves well. To not put the team in any unnecessary controversies. So when you think of the Patriots, what do you think of? Tom Brady. You don't think of Bailey Zappi, I could tell you that. Well, I guess you would think of Belichick, but you think Brady, Belichick. That's the figure of the organization, and one of them's not even in there anymore. When you think of the Ravens, you would think common John Harbaugh, and now Lamar Jackson, right? When you think of the Colts, you think of Peyton Manning because of his influence on the organization. When you think of baseball, what do you think? Baseball is a little more tricky, right? Like you have long-time players for great teams or for organizations, but they weren't necessarily the greatest players. But their impact, their consistency. Like Cal Ripken Jr. was not one of the greatest quote-unquote players of all time. But he quote-unquote Iron Man because he was there every single day. When you think of the Orioles, what do you think? Cal Ripken Jr., he may not even be the best player in Orioles history, but he is the most noticeable player in the Orioles history. And you go down the list in any sport, any, when you think of the Cavs, LeBron James, no questions asked. Lakers, you know, you have LeBron. Well, I wouldn't even really say LeBron like in the history of the Lakers, but right now he's like the figure of the Lakers. When you think of the Lakers, you think of Kobe. Think of, uh, think of like Kareem, Jerry West, you know. And Kareem didn't play for the Lakers his whole career, but he's an all-time great. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that politics is just a general term that is used as a buzz. It's just a buzz term to get people going. You attach the word politics to anything, and it automatically becomes a divisive opinion. And that's why I don't give two fucks about it because it is not real none of it is real all this shit is real there's politics everywhere in this life you gotta deal with it there you go there's gonna be preferential treatment all across the board whether it's in your own family whether it's in your workplace whether it's you know you go somewhere and you're at a buffet for four hours and they say there's a two-hour limit and they don't say nothing to someone who else is there for three hours, but they say something to you there because you're eating all the steak at Golden Crow. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, the buffet, the buffet I have learned recently. Like, and I've realized, like, the younger I was, I didn't understand, like, how do these places make money? Like, buffets actually profit. I think they have a higher profit margin then a lot or I think it's like the amount of food consumed is actually less per plate at a buffet than it is like most standard American restaurants we'll just say because the way they have everything set up they have the breads they have the cert they put certain carbs and foods in certain parts of the buffet that people will go to first. So you will, oh, here's yeast rolls here, here's this here, pizza here. They get you scarfling down. The low-cost food, the stuff that it's easy to fill you up, they're always on top of refilling your drinks most of the time. I mean, it's really the only thing they have to worry about, right? Um, <laughs> and it is always kind of weird. People have this divisive opinion about, should you tip buffet servers different than dine-in servers i don't know i i think you just tip the same you would across the board always tip what you feel is accordingly to the service you've gotten that's up to you it is a decent conversation because like no they're not bringing out the food but they're staying on top of cleaning your table with plates making sure things are in order refilling your drinks every five minutes and buffet customers could be some of the most obnoxious people too you know, let's just be real about that. Because if we were a buffet, there's a weird entitlement where it's like, oh, like, we are here to capitalize. 
And if we're not getting, you know, if, and if the simplest things are being done, then what's our experience, you know? But, yeah, that's the thing about buffets. Like, oh, I'm only paying 15 bucks, and you realize you don't even eat that much. Like, people don't really eat that much at buffets, at least in my experience. No one's really getting five to six plates, like, in my, like in my prime, man, like... I say my prime, like it was like my LeBron 07 through 2013 prime, you know, um, <laughs> like 28 points in one quarter, uh, 28 straight points against the Pistons when they were good type of quarter, like in my prime, I was getting prime, you know, but you know, it's like at these stations, like at the steak station, any meaningful meat station, they have some carving up the Limit your portions, right? It is kind of like you know, say, oh, and they do all that and they find a way to make it because let's just say 85% of customers aren't going to actually eat as much as they pay for the buffet when you consider that the desserts that are cheap to make, blah blah blah. A lot of things are pretty standard, but yeah, I've gone way too long on a very serious intro. I went from politics to the buffet to the politics of a buffet, and now we're in the buffet of politics. Um, <laughs> I think that's the name of this episode, Buffet of Politics. I actually should write that down, but yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, welcome to episode 247 of the Offbeat Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Most important, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> don't forget to suck some titties. Yeah. Uh, uh, recording this on New Year's Day, January 1st, 2023 at 1010 10 p.m. Eastern. Yes, we're back at nighttime for the podcast because, you know, I am fucking dedicated um <laughs> uh making this a consistent podcast you know i am not into the sorry i'm just typing in something real quick all right yeah i'm not into the um new year's resolution stuff i think i've talked about that plenty of times before um before i continue uh, today's drink is Ghost Sour Green Apple Warheads. You get these at, at your local Quick Trip, two for five. Fifty. No, two for five. And they're better than C4. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm starting to feel that the more I drink this sourness, I don't feel the same zing zang. But you can still give me that Oranga Tinga Tang. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll uh, arrange a little entanglement, so I guess Jada really does operate like orangutans, because she likes entang. <laughs> Alright, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, I'm not into big New Year's stuff, I'm not into New Year's resolutions, I think a lot of that is just people hyper, hyper standing their goals for the year. Without really thinking about what they really... It's just something like, oh, I've got to have something. Otherwise, I'm going to be directionless. But uh, for me, my only goal for this year... I'm just going to put it in stone. You know what? I got to hold myself accountable. I want to start averaging. I'm going to give six months. I think you should do three to six months. So by six months, by June... I guess I did five. We'll just say June 15th, right? That's like five and a half-ish months. By June 15th, you know, I'll file my taxes by then. Life should be good. Credit card debt should be paid off. If not, I'm in the hole. Um, My goal is to average 500 plus views. To get up to where I'm consistently for a period of time at 500 views an episode, right? And I've never put a whole lot of time into the editing of the video version. 
the main focus for this stuff's audio, but sometimes you gotta speak into existence, you know, you gotta take the shit seriously, um, but I truly, I'm in a, quote unquote, I'm in a space, but I'm in a place and space to make sure your heart doesn't erase, and I've noticed gradual build when I'm doing this consistently, so that is why I'm very constant urgent of doing as many episodes of this as possible. Because only you get better at stuff is by doing it. And being in the algorithm, posting consistently is more than important. Might have to change my approach in making things more algorithm friendly, not trying to be too clever with titles, you know, being one of these basic ass cringe alert warning going off the rails um (laughs) but you know you gotta have a way you know i think one of my biggest concerns is this show um gaining a certain knowledge or fan base while people are creeping from the outside looking in um But one of my biggest fears is, and I think one of the worst things that would happen to me that would make me not enjoy doing this shit, or make me enjoy not doing, is getting in the door the wrong way. I want to be able to kick the door in like, you know, Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction and say, motherfucker, um, (laughs) I can't, I don't think I can actually say what he said in the movie, because it's Pulp Fiction, he said, a lot of words, a lot of times, like at a record-breaking level. I think Pulp Fiction is like one of the most cursed word movies in like the past 30 years of cinema. And then there's always this controversy of Quentin Tarantino writing. Like, think about when he's writing these movies. He's actually writing down these words. Like, he's telling a story, but people are always like, oh, so you just kind of capitalize on this. And it's like, yeah. But have you seen it? Um, this shit's good. Um, Samuel Jackson's like, keep giving me these paydays. Um, but, you know, I, I I do think it's important to stay authentic to who you are to delay the winning process. Um, I think a lot of people hop on trends. And I don't mean trend, you know, the stuff that, you know, makes your back, you know, get acne and shit. I mean, the type of trends that people hop on that uh, will get them a few more viewers and subscribers. But then once they do that, now you have an audience. They expect a certain thing out of you. And when you don't want to do those things and you're one of these ass wipes that just react to the same shit all the time. And that's what you have to do. Otherwise, no one's going to actually they didn't join you because of you. They joined you because of all the stuff that you're doing like everyone else. So, I think you would rather have 20,000 fans that are there because of some that you are willing to do every day or do all the time than to have 200,000 people who watch you. But you have to do stuff you don't really give a shit to do all the time. You have to stick to a formula. You can't really do what you want. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just an asswipe with a Super Rosario shirt. Like Wander Franco, I don't prefer minor girls in the Dominican Republic, but, you know, a viewer's a viewer. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't age restrict, and neither does R. Kelly, Josh Giddy, or Wander Franco. Um, <laughs> if they were to make a YouTube channel, they would actually have to put age restriction because they would be, you know, uh, what is it called? A sex offender? Um, how is that, you know, if you're a sex offender, do you have to put age restricted on YouTube? Yeah, YouTube, answer that. Put that in your algorithm. And that's the real hard questions. You know, do they really just protect? You know, it's weird. YouTube's a weird thing, you know. There's literally be videos of the title saying, YouTube is fucking us all over. As you're posting it on there. That'd be like someone coming into your house and be like, your house fucking sucks. And writing it all over your wall. And then you just keep making money off the shit that they're saying on you. You know? It's like, YouTube is like, you realize, without us, you're going to be one of these assholes on Rumble. 
And like, there's only three people that actually make money on that shit. So go ahead, post your 120 gigabyte fucking video on there. See how how many people subscribe to your channel without our algorithm. Go suck a dick. That's what, if I was YouTube, that's what I would tell. I'd be like, you know what, go the fuck ahead. Leave, Leave YouTube. Leave this free marketing tool you have because you you don't like something, right? And I'm not a big fan of all the stuff. I'm not sucking YouTube's dick. I mean, if they want to promote my video, I don't know, you know. Um, <laughs> not literally. See, that is not what I would want to do. There are people out there, and I guarantee you, there are so people. There are people that are so desperate for a quick rise that. If you were to tell them, hey, if you suck this person's dick, guy or girl, either or actually, either side of the fence, um, if you went from having 100 subscribers to 100,000 subscribers overnight, your show, whatever you got going on here, will be pushed through the algorithm. It, It will be automatic growth and your payday goes through the roof. A lot more people would take that deal. But not me. I will struggle and kill myself in silence. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding about half of that equation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Never suck these corporates dick. Um, <laughs> they can always replace you and they will be fine without you. It's like these people that want to rage quit their jobs. Like, I came across a video earlier. There's this TikTok trend called Tick, or is it Talk Quit? Quit Talk? Quit Tickety Talk? Make the booty drop? Make that pussy pop pop? Um, nah, I think it's called, it's basically this trend on TikTok, which I don't know if it's really a trend. I think people have been posting their work outlandish tiredness for a long ass time. But it's where people are actually recording themselves. Calling their boss saying, this is my last day, all this stuff. And talking about, I quit the corporate life, you know. I'm free now. And they're still the ones making videos six months later of life after quitting my job six months ago. And they're like, it's been really hard. And um, (laughs) Which, by the way, if you're unhappy, you should do what you want to do. I'm all for it. Quit, quit, just quit. Quit everything you want to do. But you also can't be making videos when you voluntarily quit something and be making videos of you crying about, you know, I just, I just did what was right for me and like, I'm just struggling. So if you guys can go to my GoFundMe, um, cause I quit my $90,000 a year job because I wanted to be at peace, um, Eh, you know, the GoFundMe, the crowdfunding, that shit's always weird to me. Asking for money when it's not, like, a very tragic situation. Like, fun- like funerals, a child unexpectedly dying, someone raising money for cancer. They can't, like, that's makes sense. That's, I think, what it's really supposed to be. Not people like, hey, you know, I'm kind of tired of my vehicle. Can you guys like don't? Can you guys like contribute five thousand? All I need is ten thousand dollars so I could trade this in and make a profit, flip my house, and do all this. It's like, no, like get it, you know, save some money, invest it, get a job. Like <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. But that's the thing: people make this shit because people contribute to it, right? Um, but anyways, quit talk. So it's this trendy thing to just brag or make video about you making that decision and following through with it which I guess it's motivational I guess it's like a motivational like hey you know what don't let the world dictate what you do right it's like but some of them are like lame thinking they're doing like something crazy like you putting your two weeks thinking like you're some badass like that's not that's not like that doesn't do anything you're basically you're not really quitting you're like I'm going to do it the right way just in case I want my job back. No, that's not quitting. That's, you know, leaving the potentially come back because you know that I may need. Quitting is saying, I don't give a fuck what happens in my life. I am not coming back here. 
That's quitting. Meaning, fuck this shit. That's quitting. Not this cowardly, like, oh, I'm going to do it the right way, all respectfully. No, you just drive out of that bitch. Tell someone to suck your dick or lick your clit, whichever way rolls. And you roll out. I'm not saying be hostile. But if it made you feel that deeply. Now, most of this stuff was like teachers. Like third grade teachers, eighth grade teachers. There was an instance where the teacher got a lot of heat because... She literally told them the second to last day, made a video of herself. She was like, oh, by the way, class, tomorrow will be my last day. And I was like, oh. And then all the people were like, that's not how you tell kids. They're like, well, if they were in third grade, I would understand. But these are eighth graders. And I'm like, I understand eighth graders are more mature than third graders. But that really, that's not really going to like, oh, hey, you know, these people can, you know you know, buy a house, you know, they can apply for real estate, um, (laughs) it's free real estate, um, (laughs) and then they all audacity to do some, like, local news reporter on Inside Edition, and one of them who did that, she did that, and she's like, you know, if they were to accept, there was this nurse, right, her job tried to have her go to a floor that had a lot of patients with a certain virus or disease or I forgot exactly what it was, but they all had a certain, and they're like, based off her medical history, quote unquote, it was not fair to put her in that situation. It's like, so, okay. So it's okay to put someone else at a medical risk of the same job that you both work at. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but kind of like, it's like, you can't put me in there. I can't get sick. And it's like, you know, most people here can't really afford to get sick either. No one's here trying to get sick, but you're in the hospital all day. Eventually, you're probably going to get sick anyways, you know. But she quit her job with four kids. And then she's like, oh, well, you know, I, I had to do what was morally right and all that. And I'm like, that's great. It's like, but if they were to, I, you know, I, but if they were to offer me my job back, you know, I will, you know, I would have to consider it. Like, you have to consider it, consider it. <laughs> like, you're not the one in the powerful position here. You know, I know a lot of nurses out there and. Most of them don't even get paid that much. And that's the unfortunate part. That's really the theme of all this. Nurses and teachers. They don't get paid enough. There's no reason why I should be making more than a nurse. Or a teacher. Like, I don't do shit. I don't do shit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Not literally. But, you know, that's what they'll tell you. Um, (laughs) I guess I just don't brag about my... Stuff, you know what? That's the you know what? I'm that that's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start making TikTok and Instagram and YouTube vids while I'm at work, and I'm just gonna record myself every time I do something that no one else does without trying to get the attention of doing. Because a lot of people like to tell, you know, you, you ever been somewhere and people like to tell everything they do of how hard of a worker they are. Everyone likes to tell you everything extra they did that day. Like, oh, I had to keep shit. Like, I didn't. And then they tell you all about it. And you're just like, I mean, honestly, if you don't do that, what are they paying you for? You lazy bum? Like, <laughs> it's a lot of late. A lot of people just want, people don't really want, like, you know, to do things, people just want to be seen like they're doing something. Like it's like the quote. The quote's supposed to be the number one. I think it's like integrity is doing what you're supposed to do and doing what's right when no one is looking. And yet, everyone just only wants to do things when people are looking, or they want to tell you to make sure that even if you're not looking, you fucking know. But yeah. I guess I should just start recording and be like, it would be a lot of, you know, it'd be a lot of memory I'd have to keep track of, but you know, um, (laughs) you know, maybe that's why everyone, everyone just record everything quote unquote that is extra that you do at work. 
That's what we should all be doing. Just record everything you do that a quote doesn't get seen. So when you get accused of, we don't, you know, we just don't really feel like you're putting effort. You know, you tell them, oh, I I wish I could just sit down in the office and sit down on my phone to have time to concern myself about how much effort someone else is not doing because I don't see how much effort they're actually doing while my lazy bum ass is sitting down on a salary job telling people, you're not putting enough effort. But hey, fuck me. As Drake would say, you get an E for effort. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know what? I don't follow trends. Right? Then they'll wish I didn't bring my phone in the work. Um, <laughs> I'm such a fool. But hey, truth hurts. I love me some nice copper fit, especially when it's uh, magnetized into some thick thighs. Electrocute it, baby. Tase me like I'm on the run. Tase and put me in a gaze, like the gaze. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. But yeah, I guess more of all that is. If you're going to quit your job, do it like a boss. Don't don't be this two-week notice guy. Unless you actually want to go back and it's just like circumstances and stuff. But don't make a big thing about like how you're like leaving the corporate world. Which everyone says corporate world. It's like you work at Starbucks. What are you talking about the corporate world? Like you don't do the corporate part. Like people just be calling everything corporate by the way, you know. It's like technically everything is a corporation, but like, you know, you you don't work in the corporate part. But everyone works in corporate when they talk about quitting their corporate job, you know. It sounds better. It sounds like you're leaving a job of significance that's going to be harder to replace you. But I don't know. I'm a fool. I'm a fool with the kitty pool. Me, me, meow. Um, <laughs> Speaking of, where is that rat bastard? Oh, uh, there she is, hiding in the vortex, playpen. Oh, girl, I play in your pen, because I be writing bars to see what time you're in. Damn, someone is really coughing outside. They're getting high as fuck. Um. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, so, two Jews walk in a bar, um, I actually don't remember many of those jokes, now I understand if you make a two Jews walk into a bar joke though, it would not work out too well, but, I don't know, when I was younger, everyone had a two Jews walk into a bar. And I didn't get it because I didn't have this obsession with people's religion or the understanding of why two Jews walking a bar would be significant. I think it would be like two Jews walking a bar and now they own it. Um, <laughs> I think that would be part of a joke and I never really got it. But then you get older. The only reason why, because now people, you know, you listen to certain comedy, you, you know, you understand conspiracies and all this stuff. It's like, oh. It's really like a deeper underlying issue, right? But people only complain when they can't actually buy the bar, right? You know, if you, you, um, yodi <laughs> yodi, Yom Kippur, bitch. Um, is that, no, that's not Jewish. Yom Kippur, I think, is, wait, Kwanzaa. No, because Hanukkah is Jewish. Kwanzaa. I think it's Jewish. Jewish just owns it all. I don't know. <laughs> they, they own all the holidays. Even Christmas. Who do you think is profiting off Christmas? Who do you think owns these department stores? Um, actually, I don't know. But I guess it would make sense. But they got nice soft t-shirts. That they make in their little 
and they're really coughing up upstairs. Um, either they're getting high or the sage is making them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. I think, yeah, I think you're killing them. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little off script. Not that this thing's scripted, but you know. Um, hey, you know what? If they die, they die. That's what the guy said in Rocky Four, right? If he dies, he dies. <laughs> and one of the Rockies, he did die. Um, <laughs> like he did die. It wasn't the dude he intended, but <laughs> actually, it may have been. I'm actually trying to catch up with Rocky. I tried to watch. I watched Rocky One because you know that's the thing with like older movies that my dad used to play. Like, when you're younger, you, like, it's on, but you're not really, like, processing, listening. Then you get older. Like, you're aware of it. I'm aware of, like, the main stuff. But actually watching it throughout, like, man, you know, this is actually a really good, interesting, well-put-together movie. But the thing is, like, audio is fucking terrible. Like, everything is, like, is, it sounds like a Bruce Lee, House of Dragon 1968 movie when they're doing fake karate. It's like, boom, boom, boom. Um, and, but it's like so good and it, you know, it just goes to show that we have come a long way with production. We have come a long way with quality. You know, how many ass wipes in their home in 1976 think they could do what I do? Well, they probably thought they could do it, but you know, they decided to smack their wife up the head instead for making runny mashed potatoes. Um, (laughs) Uh, you never put butter and salt in it. Um, (laughs) by the way, fair point. Um, (laughs) uh, I wonder who was the first wife to make loaded mashed potatoes. Like whoever was the first wife to do that, that man either like gave them the world (laughs) or he, or he, or he like put cyanide. <laughs> that be like, where did you learn this from? Um, because everyone just only put salt, pepper, and more salt. Um, and then some, you know, there's some some woman that was just while her husband was coming home, chum, chum, and he comes home and is like, what is it, sour cream? What's this green stuff? Oh, it's some chives I diced in. What is it, bacon? Yeah, bacon and cheese and that mentioned sour. Yep, I see that. And he mix all together and he's like, "You dumb bitch." <laughs> That's the day I knew I couldn't lose her. Um, Cause you know, it's like she might become a famous chef one day. And back in those days, you couldn't have, you know, a woman with more status than you. You had to keep her in a place, right? Hey, I'm not saying I believe in this. But, you know, I have elders that tell stories. Um, <laughs> hey, man, it's how the world work. Don't blame me. Nowadays, you know, girls don't even know where potatoes are in the grocery store. Um <laughs> Uh, you know they they used to advertise like specific foods like russet potatoes I remember like Kroger used to have these advertisements on the radio and TV be like russet potatoes for 185 a pound and they would go through all these listings and now it's like just go to like they don't do no commercials for any fucking specials you just go there and then you know you just Get the same shit. I don't know. I don't know. You know. Nowadays, everyone's just lazy fucks and goes to Whole Foods and then overprice and weighs their fucking food. Like, why the fuck? Like, who created the scale? I tip the scale to weigh my options. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's ironic. It's called Whole Foods, but you can. But when you go to the scooping part, you can never actually buy the food whole. Mm. Some deep, deep thinking. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. But yeah. 
It's an incredible life And I just sit there wondering how I get by day by day Um, (laughs) Did you know Wheaties were made to prevent masturbation? Um, (laughs) That's the thing I actually heard a while back So, Wheaties, the Kellogg's guy, part of the cornflakes and Wheaties to begin with, mainly cornflakes. Cornflakes were to help prevent sexual deviancy, specifically masturbation. Um, (laughs) Can't make this shit up. I forgot the specific details of the point, but it was because apparently masturbation, it creates a lot of uh, mischievous behavior because it creates that ultra world outside of yourself, which is kind of an interesting thing. I don't think it's crazy to think that someone who masturbates all the time, you're always putting your mind everywhere else, so your sexual connection is never actually real with either even if you're with a person or not your sexual connection is never in tuned or real so if you're always masturbating fantasizing all the time you're always kind of in this whole different world now i don't know how cornflakes has i don't know how cornflakes is gonna help with that i guess because it's so bland it makes you hate your life so you don't have anything to think about worth thinking about but you know uh, they're more than good. That booty's great. Um, <laughs> that's really Tony the Tiger is. Oh, girl. You put some stripes on my belt. Um, <laughs> that's why there's so much goddamn sugar in that thing. Because, boy, <laughs> that thing makes you lick your tongue a couple times. Um, <laughs> that's really when you're drinking the milk. That's really like how these cereals get you connected. It's not, you know, the food's whatever. It's when you get to the milk. Most people eat Cocoa Puffs, tricks, anything because they want to see the color and taste that sugary, cereally, dusty-ass milk. So dusty and crumbly that typically it gets in your thumb like, <coughs> you know, you actually cough a little bit. But that's what keeps the kids coming back, right? That's what keeps the kids cereal. And by the way, cereal prices are fucking insane. It's the biggest ripoff in the history. Of anything. Like later now you just get a standard box. It's like $4.79. At the cheapest. For like some basic ass. You know. Cheapest golden grams shit. It's probably like $3.99. It's the biggest fucking rip off in his. There's some that are like $5. For something that's like three and a half bowls. And you buy the milk. It's a monopoly. But. Cornflakes are supposed to prevent. Sexual deviancy. And. You know, I'll say this. Most people that are eating cornflakes I know, they either can't get it up anyways, or they're not really getting any anyways. So it does prevent sexual deviancy. Um, (laughs) No reasonable person that actually wants to enjoy things in life is getting cornflakes. When there's a whole aisle, like really cereal can just be half an aisle. They really over-exaggerate. Like... Cheerios. No one gets Cheerios. Cheerio. Um, <laughs> everyone, like, Honey Nut is whatever. The best Cheerios is that Frosted Cheerios. Sorry. My mind went places. I was having a serial killer sexual fantasy. Um, <laughs> just imagine, like, a whole serial. Like, someone out there is making a serial animation orgy right now. You got the Captain Crunch guy. You got some bee stinging uh, fucking Toucan Sam's butthole. You got the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, whatever the fuck he is, Big Bird. He's like a big, I don't know, mixed bird. Um, <laughs> just imagine if like while you're sipping the Cocoa Puff milk, he's like, surprise, bitch. <laughs> and then you got... 
Like every, you know, all the cereals, you know, you have Tony the Tiger. He is definitely going bear mode. He is definitely, he is definitely a power bottom. Let's not, oh, he's great. <laughs> um, I mean, like every cereal has, even Special K. I don't know what theirs is. Yeah. Um, it probably means ketamines in it. Um, they should just have Paula Deen. Paula Deen seems like the perfect special K. I don't know why. He just does. Um, it's that Southern delight. Um, but yeah, you know, you go down the aisle. You have the Captain Crunch. You have the Reese's Puffs. You know? All these logos. Just imagine someone making a sexual orgy of them. And they're just all squirting their milk that they cause at each other. Right? And... They use the crispy cereal pieces as like, you know, like they're going to war. So it was just a big battlefield of milky cream orgy with their protective cereal thing. It's just a battlefield of sugary, chocolatey, peanut buttery, fruity. Tony the Tiger really likes that Fruit Loop, huh? Um, <laughs> he's just in there hula hooping like he's on a gay cruise. Um, but as like you know, anyone that's ever you know accidentally come across one of these explicit sexual sites, you'll come across where you'll see a video that'll be like, Marge takes it up the ass from you know Flanders. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like do i want to watch this i was just watching some standard stuff do i want to watch a cartoon of flanders giving it to marge i've never found marge attractive you know not in the blue hair you know blue is the warmest color especially if it's inside your booty hole <laughs> oh and flanders is all about you know christ and jesus and the church but yet you never see his wife Probably has her buried somewhere. The kids are always around. My theory is, I think, he killed his wife in front of the kids. And that's why the kids think just like him. I think Flanders is really supposed to be a reflection of, like, a serial killer. See how it all connects? Um, <laughs> he's supposed to be a reflection of, like, an actual serial killer. But disguised as the perfect dad, the perfect morals and all that. Am I crazy? Like, I don't think it's crazy. But, you know. Uh, but, yeah. You know what they say. Pew, pew. Um, yeah. You know, that's how life be. You just be dipping your toes in the water. And Piranha 3D gets made. Which, if I got bit by Piranha on my foot, you know. Probably just even out my strength. Um, but, yeah. Big titties. Hey, you got big titties, eh? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, and I forgot the Lucky Charms guy, you know. You know, he's out here. Like, you know, Leprechaun, the movie, the scary-ass fucking movie, that movie scares me more than anything. A Little-ass little motherfuckers that can just kill you. Like, if I died by a thing that was three foot, like, my my kids should be embarrassed of me. Like, <laughs> it's like, you got, you got killed by this pot of gold, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> and then, you know, as punishment, you know, he's going to sit there and be pouring your lucky charms all fucking day. And, you know, be stabbing you with this pot of gold. Um, <laughs> imagine if they made, like... Just imagine, like, someone, you know, we have hackers. What if someone hacked Kellogg's and their cereal box manufacturer and just put random ass fucking logos on these boxes? And they had the actual, like, Leprechaun from the Leprechaun movie on these Lucky Charm boxes. Then when these kids go down the aisle, they're like, ah! Um, <laughs> and for some reason, watching the one Leprechaun movie... What, you know, that scene, you know, the thing is, like, as the Leprechaun movies got by, they, they made it more like it was, like, funny movies, but not on purpose. 
Like when they got to the back, when they hit Leprechaun in the hood, I don't think whoever made Leprechaun to start out ever thought it would go to being in the hood type of thing. Um, <laughs> but him dealing with like drug dealers and gangbangers, that shit was like, it was ironically funny. <laughs> like, and the weird is like, why the fuck am I watching this guy going to the inner city? Like, dealing with this shit. Like, <laughs> But that man, that man, that leprechaun gives you nightmares, man, you know. Speaking of nightmares, you know, there was something happened last night. True story. I, I'm going to look this up. But I felt this, you know, like when you're asleep. And then like you're in a very like deep in the story sleep, like you feel like you're in it. And, like, you feel like your, like, eyes are kind of waking up, but you don't know if you're actually waking up or you're still in the dream, waking up within the dream. And I just felt, and it's happened before, and I noticed that happens when I'm having certain dreams about specific things. And it just felt like this big wind, like wind gust, almost like an angelic cloud of wind just going over my face and it feels like I'm just in this high pressured skydiving cloud but I'm in my sleep and I'm afraid to wake up so I just stay asleep I don't know if it's like some spiritual shit I don't know if it's some like I'm having some you know connections in my dream but that shit it's happened a few times and I don't know if it's just like when I'm getting good, good sleep, that good, good, um, <laughs> I don't know if it's just like if it's this wave of whatever, or if it's just me being a p- p- pussy, um, but yeah, it's true, like, and someone's gonna come, and someone's gonna say, like, oh, you're probably, uh, you probably have spirits around you and stuff, and I don't know, when I have these situations, I think, it could be something. But I'm really like scared to even access or talk about that stuff because you speak about it, it could possibly be real. And sometimes the best thing to not acknowledge something's real is just by not acknowledging it. But it's weird, like having this like you just feel like you're laying down and you just feel like this. It's almost like you're being lifted from the bed, but it's just like this big wind that's just going over your body. And you're afraid to wake up because of the sleep you're having, the dream you're having. And you don't know if you're waking up to something that's still the dream and and you don't want to see what may be revealed or if you're actually going to wake up and it might be real. I don't know. It's like this big wind burst, I felt. But yeah, any jizzaboo. Um... I think I'm going to stop it there. It feels like a good time to stop. Because I got a shit. Um, that was episode 247 of the Off and Me podcast with Clint Nelson. I am your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification button. Most important, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if I said this at the beginning of the episode. But don't forget to suck some titties. Yeah, but yeah, have a great day, night, morning, evening, and if you feel a wind gust when you're in a deep sleep and the sleep is intense, call me. Because we're having the same dream. <laughs>